boy is eating. The boy is your name. What is your name? She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. And I'm Ian Kennedy. And today we have a very, very special guest on the show, Mike Papali. He's one of my good friends from college where we went in the U.S. And we are going to talk about conspiracy theories. So quite an interesting topic we have for today's show. Again, if you get lost, check out that audio guide and transcript online. So Mike Papali, first time that you are on CWG, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Hi, everyone. I'm Michael. As Paige said, she and I went to college together just outside of Boston. I currently live in Boston now and work for a medical software company doing customer support for them. And I'm a big fan of Coffee with Gringo, so very excited to be <laughs> an honored guest today. So very, very excited to be here. Awesome. So today's topic, conspiracy theories. Tell us what is a conspiracy theory for people who don't know. Yes, exactly. So for anyone who doesn't know, a conspiracy theory is something that rejects the standard explanation for an event and instead gives credit to a covert group or an organization that might have a secret mission. So, you know, some of them can be a little bit outlandish and then some of them are a little bit more believable. In the last few years, I have been really into reading about random conspiracy theories, mostly to do with pop culture, but, you know, some of them have to do with history as well. I was at a wedding for a few of my friends and one of my other friends and I were, you know, at the cocktail hour, just kind of randomly discussing a few pop stars that were playing in the background by the DJ. And we both started talking about a few of the conspiracy theories surrounded by the songs that we were listening to. And then from there, my friend and I just started sending conspiracy theories back and forth to each other. That's really great, Michael. <laughs> and I have a question because some of the conspiracy conspiracy theories that people probably have heard of before are some pretty well-known ones. So, for example, that the moon landing was fake, that John F. Kennedy's assassination was actually a conspiracy, and recently the Jeffrey Epstein suicide. So they come in and out of our news all the time. And like you said, some of them seem pretty outlandish, pretty crazy, and others seem like they could actually be very true. And so you have a wide spectrum, and it's a really common topic to have amongst friends with drinks or just talking about what could be, right? Yeah. Okay. So a common one that is popular here in the United States is we have a store called Mattress Firm, which sells mattresses for anyone who doesn't know. And mattresses are the only item that they sell. They're not a full furniture store. So you would go to Mattress Firm and only buy the mattress and maybe, you know, the bed frame that you use, but you can't go and, you know, get your whole bedroom set there. In a lot of locations where there's one mattress firm. There are typically other mattress firm stores very close. For example, I live in Boston and there's one in my neighborhood in Boston. And then just about a mile and a half down the road, there's another mattress firm. 
as well. And then if you kind of zoom out of the mattress firm locations, you can see that there are quite a few mattress firm stores all in a very close radius to each other. So a lot of people are wondering, you know, why you need so many mattress stores within five miles from each other, because it's not something that, you know, like a coffee that you're going down the street and you grab a cup of coffee on your way to work and then you walk a mile to work and then you leave work and you maybe get a snack or something for the drive home. You really only buy a mattress once every eight to 10 years. And you think that if you're only buying something eight to 10 years, you can drive the extra mile down the road to that one location. So there are some theories that Mattress Firm is a money laundering front for you know different organizations, whether it's the mafia or other organizations like that, where you know they do have some actual mattress stock, but other times they're just passing money from location to location inside the mattresses. Have you ever, I mean, you said there's like two in your area. Have you ever seen anyone walk in and buy a mattress? So that is a great question and no, and that's a common comment on, you know, these articles that it's like every time you walk by a mattress firm in Boston or New York City or Chicago, that there's always just like two mattress firm employees and there's never any customers in the store. So people are always wondering, you know, how can mattress firm keep all of these stores open when every time you walk by one, there's never anyone in the store. We know retail shops have to pay a lot in rent, especially in New York or Boston or Chicago. So if they have all of these stores in a close proximity to each other, but they're not selling mattresses frequently, raises a few eyebrows as to how they're remaining open. It's true. There's actually two by me too. And Mm. I feel like I should do like a sting and just sit out there for a day and and watch (laughs) who comes in and out. (laughs) I do want to have a disclaimer that For this episode, we don't support these conspiracy theories. We're just talking about them because they're really interesting. I will say, Papali, for your passion of conspiracy theories, is it just pure interest or do you actually believe any of them? Um, I don't think any of the ones today that we're going to talk about, I really believe. And I think it's more just fun to read the, the articles online and all the comments that people have because they do get pretty passionate one way or the other if they believe them. And then, you know, it's a fun little party topic. If there's a conversation that's starting to hit a snag, you can just say, you know, did you guys know that Mattress Firm isn't a real store and it's a a money laundering front? And that, (laughs) that gets the conversation going again. Coffee with Gringos officially has over 100 episodes, and we are among the top podcasts in Chile, and that's thanks to you. But we're always working to grow our audience, so make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, LinkedIn, and even Snapchat. But most importantly, rate, review, and share us with all of your friends, family, and coworkers. And if you want to take your English education to the next level, sign up for private or group classes with native English-speaking teachers at dynamicenglish.co. Michael, what are some other interesting conspiracy theories that you know? Sure. So another popular one that has gotten a lot of traction on the internet is that the Denver airport is actually the headquarters for all things evil or the headquarters for a ton of secret societies. So for anyone listening, Denver is the capital of Colorado, which is a state in the United States. So some of the reasonings behind that is that 
the Denver airport, when it was built, it was extremely over budget by, I think, several million dollars. And so, you know, people were wondering how this airport could be built so over budget without kind of any other organization questioning where the money came from. So people say that the Illuminati, which is a secret organization, fronted the money for the building of the airport. So in that way, they could use kind of the underground tunnels and fortresses that they've built. The airport could be a cover for all of their secret locations. And so then another reasoning behind that is the footprint of the airport is that people say about the size of Manhattan, which is quite large. But the airport itself and the actual runways and air control towers only take up a small percentage of the actual footprint. So people think that underneath the airport, there's, you know, secret tunnels and layers and all of these kind of secret places where people can, organizations can hold meetings to try and plot their, their takeover of the world. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I wonder why Denver? Yeah, um, that I never really was able to find, but then there's also other theories about the airport where there's a lot of paintings that kind of depict hints towards the apocalypse. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of just not very positive artworks where, you know, people are like falling to their demise or just, you know, things that are pointing to the end of the world. So in addition to that, and then the dreary artwork that has raised some suspicions that, you know, someone is underground at the Denver airport trying to take over the world. And that's the kind of artwork you want to see right before you get on a plane, right? You want to see exactly. people falling and all the all the, the scariest things you can imagine. Oh, perfect. I'm really at ease now to get on this flight. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys been to the Denver airport, either of you? I have not. Yes. Mm -mm. I have, yes. Did you notice any of the artwork or... No, I didn't notice anything. I, I don't think I even knew about this conspiracy theory when I was at the airport. I only found out about it afterwards. I have been to the Denver airport a few times, but I also don't really take in the scenery at an airport. I'm more like <laughs> focused on my flight and like making it and getting through security that I don't think I'm very observant of like the scenery. But now when I go, I'm going to be like, are there any secret doors in here leading to some Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so the people also say that there's like passages to nowhere in the airport. So like, you know, if you're running late for a connecting flight and you're trying to run through the airport, you can run down a hallway that then leads nowhere. So people are wondering why that was ever built and why they're accessible or like the exit signs point to each other rather than pointing in the same direction. So people have trouble leaving the airport. Yeah, there's a lot of questionable things on the internet about the Denver airport. <laughs> yeah, who knows, maybe some disgruntled traveler was stuck in Denver for like three days and then just created all of these <laughs> these <laughs> theories about the airport because the traveler was stuck there and couldn't get home for Christmas. Is, is that disgruntled passenger named Michael Papali? <laughs> <laughs> for, for this one, I can confidently say I'm not behind any of these. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should do future airports. Like, why is it only Denver? I think we should spread the love around. Yeah, I think we have a new show. We have a new TV <laughs> show. We got airport conspiracies with yeah. Michael Papali. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Airports and maybe malls. I feel like malls is a good target. Yeah, malls is a good one. Like, there's got to be a few conspiracy theories that can be created about the Mall of America. No one needs to go on a roller coaster while they're buying, you know, back to school jeans. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shifting gears a little, the ones you mentioned 
are popular, but a little off the beaten path. Now I think let's shift a little to celebrities. So I know, Michael, you have looked into a lot of different celebrities. Tell us a little about that. Yeah, so one of them, now I would consider him a celebrity, Barack Obama, who was a former president of the United States. There's conspiracy theory that he can control the weather, which, you know, if anyone can control the weather, why not the president of the United States? (laughs) People would say, I think this was probably his political opponents that, you know, he had a few natural disasters during his presidency. One of them was Hurricane Sandy, which was leading up to the 2012 election. So people said that he created Hurricane Sandy in order to kind of prove that he was a strong leader and that he could, you know, unite the country again in order to help his campaign, which I don't think any president of the United States would create such a such a disaster in order to further their campaign. But But how would one do that? Like (laughs) Yeah, apparently there's like signals that you can send in radio towers that cause the wind to circle up maybe like a cyclone. The the science of these reasonings is beyond me and I'm not sure it's real science. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we need to consult a meteorologist on that one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's one that Barack Obama can control the weather, that Avril Lavigne, who is a pop punk singer from the early 2000s, that has had a few hits in the the 2010s, but there's a common theory that she's actually dead and that the woman that we see now on TV or, you know, music festivals is a body double, which that one is pretty interesting and a lot of people online have bought into. I don't know if either of you know the details on that. I think it'd be interesting what her reaction is. Like, hey guys, I'm fine. I'm right here. Like, still still kicking. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So people think that like, Kind of after she quote unquote died, when she started appearing on red carpet, she was wearing more dresses and skirts rather than like shorts and pants. And that, for lack of a better word, like the bone structure of her face changed a little bit. So people think that it's an entirely different person with a different wardrobe. And they think that this woman who is portraying Avril Lavigne, her name is Melissa. And that at a red carpet, there was a tattoo on the woman's arm that said Melissa, proving that that woman's name is actually Melissa and not Avril Lavigne, which- Who who tattoos their name on their body? Like they're gonna forget it? (laughs) Yeah. Hi, hi, my name is uh, Melissa. Yeah, like- (laughs) Yeah. yeah, that one was kind of nuts. Poor girl probably just made some changes in her life and everyone said, well, she must have died. I right? know, like a celebrity changing their wardrobe and maybe getting uh, facial reconstruction. Crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> every well, That never happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or like you just gain or lose a little bit of weight. Some people do that, like, and it shows drastically in your face and people just assume that you're a new person. <laughs> That's hilarious. Final one, yeah. Yeah, another popular one, which involves another American pop star is Katy Perry. So Paige, I know you're a big Katy Perry fan. Uh, I am. But there's one that Katy Perry is actually the adult version of Joan Benet Ramsey, who, for anyone who doesn't know, this story is, is 
pretty awful and very sad, but she was a young child in the U.S. who was murdered in her home and her, her body was found in her parents' home. Her murder was never solved. And so people think that it was never solved because she's actually still alive and she is Katy Perry. The only reasoning people have behind this is that JonBenet Ramsey, when she died, I think she was about six. She kind of looks like someone that could grow up to be Katy Perry. So if you do a side-by-side -side comparison of the two, you know, there are similarities, but I don't think that really proves anything. Other people think of that because Joan Benet Ramsey's murder case was never solved. This is something that Katy Perry has commented a lot on her career. I think when she first became popular, people really went crazy with asking her about it. So there are many accounts of her denying this conspiracy theory, both, you know, on talk shows, radio shows, paper articles. People ask her what she thinks, and she says that, you know, it's all a lie, that she's always been Katy Perry her whole life, which I think probably makes sense. <laughs> is, she, is her reaction that like she's just like this is so bizarre this is crazy I don't want to waste my time on it or like what's her kind of take on it I think she she's just like there's there's no basis yeah to this conspiracy theory like I have proof of my childhood that was not someone else's childhood so why just because I look like I could be an adult version of this child doesn't mean that I am <laughs> I think it's kind of what she's... Well, also, it's not like this child went missing. Like, she died. So they right. have, like, her autopsy in her body. Right. All, like, public records. Yeah. So that one, it's pretty weird. And a lot of people did buy into it for a while, which I think is also sad for the family. And I, I've heard of that, but I imagine just, can you imagine that's probably so bizarre for Katy Perry to get a question like that just for a few similarities? You know, you want to talk about your music and all these other things about your life and somebody wants to ask you, hey, are you really the, the celebrity child that was murdered? What? Yeah. Imagine if she was like, I am. <laughs> Cat's out of the bag. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. People are committed to them. It is true. Yeah, once people buy into a conspiracy theory, they are willing to take it the whole way. Even if there's science or facts that prove them wrong, they're willing to look the other way and, you know, say that people can control the weather or <laughs> what have you. So I think we could probably talk about these all day, but we probably shouldn't. <laughs> Thanks, Michael, for joining us. I learned something new. I didn't know like half of these. I think I'm going to do some more research when I leave. I really want to get to the bottom of this Katy Perry thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's a good hole on the internet that you can get into. And disclaimer, I did not create these and I don't back any of these. <laughs> we should, yeah, we should make some up about Coffee of Gringos. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Well, uh, listeners, if you have any interesting conspiracy theories in Latin America, in Chile, wherever, share them. I'd be very interested to, to hear what other ones there are outside the U.S. But again, if you get lost, check out that audio transcript and guide. And again, thanks so much, Michael, for joining us. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks, Michael. We'll see you next time. Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.